Hey girl, this is Kay Marie, and I am pleased to introduce to you Essential Conversations with Kay Marie. I am joined by my beautiful and brilliant sisters, Natasha Toddy Weston and Casey Ariel. Essential Conversations is a podcast where we talk about all things essential for the Black woman. Sometimes conversations can get deep. It's painful, but I know I'm not willing to hang up who I am. Other times, we keep it light and fun for when we just need a good laugh. Yes, guys! Come on! We talk about motherhood, love, CEO moves, and celebrating all the essence and glory of Black women. So pull up, sis, join our girl chat, and get ready to leave on a natural high. This is Kate Marie, and we are back with another conversation with my sister today, Toddy. Casey is, she's out traveling back to the States, actually. She's visiting family and friends, so we are letting her have uh, some some time to adjust back to the, <laughs> to our time <laughs> and let her, you know, chill with her family and friends get reconnected with them. Uh, We are sending you lots of love, Casey. We hope you are having safe travels. We miss you dearly. Um, We can't wait to catch up with you again. So, Miss Toddy, I feel like I haven't, I don't know, I feel like I haven't talked to you in a while because we did take a break, but like we normally, we'd be texting like back and forth about the stuff too, but I feel like we both been having a lot going on (laughs) these past few weeks. Sure, shout out to the group chat. Shout out to the group chat. <laughs> yes. What, what's been going on with you lately? Oh, girl. I mm, I don't know. A lot. A lot, but not a lot, if that makes sense. A lot, um, but not a lot. <laughs> I Let me see. Last time we talked, it's been about, it's been almost three weeks. It does not seem that long, if not three weeks. Yeah. Um, but in between, I have been very I feel like quiet but um getting a lot of clarity on my next chapter Mm. and getting a lot of peace with what I know God wants me to do in the next chapter like I don't want to surrender to it but I feel like I'm about to Mm -hmm. have to Mm. and so I've been kind of just like coming at peace with it before I make it a public thing because I think that's important sometimes we make the announcement before we get the peace and that conflicts things. Ooh, and so I've learned to, when I know that I'm supposed to be pivoting or doing something different, or I feel like a chap, certain chapter in my life is getting ready to close, before I announce that to the world, like I might drop hints, but before I announce it, I like to become now at peace with it. Um, that gives me more confidence when it becomes a public thing. And I'm for sure, I've sat in it long enough to be for sure that this is exactly what I'm getting ready to do. So that's kind of the space I've been in. Um, I've been getting a lot of work done, surprisingly. You know how when you get in those creative zones where you just work, work, work? And I guess y'all could probably tell if you follow me on social media. I post a lot more content. Um, I'm a little bit more consistent. And when y'all see me like disappear, it's because I'm kind of in a, a space of just trying to sit in whatever is to come next. That's where I've been. So I've been getting a lot of naps in. I've been come on um, naps. Like just kind of pace. Yeah, girl. Shout out to the nap. I don't know what I was doing without you. I'm telling you. But I've been getting a lot of um naps in and I feel like I'm kind of in an incubator. 
because I've been like, Lord, why am I so tired? Like, why am I just sleeping so much? No, I'm not pregnant. So y'all could mind your business. <laughs> It'll bless you. Because <laughs> I can just hear it now. But just tired. And I, I, I felt like God was just laying me down so he could do his thing. And last week alone, so many things that I have been praying for Kay have come to life. Literally back to back. And it was God the whole time. He literally had me just sleeping while he was working, like literally sleeping. I've been mm. napping and he has been answering my prayers while I was sleeping. Working and while I don't know. I hope that's for somebody out there because like sometimes you just need to sit down and let him do his thing. Say that again, sis. Say sometimes that again. Sometimes you just need to sit down. And let him do his thing. And it's hard because we feel like we got to be doing something. But I'm a firm believer that if you take one step, he'll take two and three and four. Like, we don't have to do all the heavy lifting. And I'm learning Mm. that. I'm learning to tell him what I feel and ask him for clarity and ask him to show me what steps I need to do. What's my part? And allow him, give me the peace to let you do the rest of it. Mm. So that's where I've been. that's where I've been just in that kind of sitting down season, but still working on the back end, of course, but just more so focusing on being clear and being wise and coming to peace with the next chapter. What about you, girl? What you been up to? Who child? First of all, let me say, I love that of sitting and, and getting to a place of peace while God is revealing to you what your next step is and you're gaining clarity. Like so, like you said, so many people feel like you have to be on the go and you have to be doing X, Y, and Z and you have to stay busy to, you know, make yourself seem like you're being successful or make yourself seem like, you know, you're doing all the things you're supposed to be doing. And honestly, for at least for me, most times the answers are revealed to me when I'm just being still. Yeah, when I allow sure. myself to just stop, you know what I'm saying? And and rest and take those naps and, and take, you know, live slower days and, and not be so freaking busy to the point where I can't even think, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I love that for you. And I hope that this encourages more black women to try to slow down. <laughs> like if you are in a season of, you know, just uncertainty or like, like us trying to figure out what our next step is. If you're pivoting in your business or even in your personal life, whatever it is, like be still live slower and let the answers come to you. I love That's that. That's a bar, story. sis. Mm. Live slower, be still mm. and live slower. I have no desire. Like, I don't know if it's just this. I don't know if it's me getting older. I don't know what it, I don't know if it's the length of time I've been in business. Cause I thought maybe for a while, maybe I'm just at burnout, but it's not burnout. It's a chapter is closing a very, a chapter that has been open for a very long time. And so, you know, it's like laying something to rest that has been your bread and butter that has done so much for you. And it's like, I'm so at peace with this next chapter that's coming. It's, literally scary and it has forced me to trust in God 10 times more like I thought I knew what faith was until I've been going through this like last season where he's literally telling me to let go of some very heavy arsenal that I have been using Mm. and it's like Lord what you mean and you ain't told Mm. me what's after that and you want me to let 
What you mean? <laughs> what you mean? Like you have to tell me some more, bro. Mm-hmm. But I finally got to the place where I surrendered. Like I'm like, all right, do your thing. Like yeah, yeah. if you're telling me to do this, then I'm just gonna do it because what else I'm gonna do? Are you just gonna keep beating me up until I surrender? So let me just I'm tired of getting beat up. Fast. So let me just <laughs> let me just give you what you want and we can Fast. move on. So that's why yeah. I'm at with it. But anyway, so yeah. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Well, like you, I have been extremely tired and I've kind of been uh, MIA a little bit to recharge and uh, mentally reset and uh, get my mind together <laughs> in a way. Um, now, I will say I've been tired as hell because your girl is expecting <laughs> Oh, Ooh. wow. Our wow. family, yes, our family is growing <laughs> already. Congratulations, sis. Thank you, mama. Well, maybe I've been sleeping Thank for you too, huh? Girl, yes, you have. Yes, you have. Look, my husband too. Everybody been sleeping for me. God dang. Okay. We all been tired, sis. Girl, wow. listen. And honestly, I... I thought it was just me being tired because, you know, mine is getting more busy and, and definitely requiring more attention. I'm just like, oh, Lord, okay. You know, and these sleep regressions, and, you know, all these things. So I was just thinking I'm just, I'm running off of, you know, all of autopilot mode right now just because, you know, that's, yeah. that's the season that we're in. Meanwhile, right. my ass over here pregnant. All the time. <laughs> The whole time. Girl. No hot, no hot girls. No brunch. No, no brunch. Unlimited promotions for us this summer. I guess I got to wait another summer, huh? Another summer. Girl, I promise you. I love it for you. Thank you. Thank you. But I promise you, that's what I said. As soon as I found out, I was like, I'm being in the house again this summer. Oh, Lord. (laughs) I just knew I was going to be at somebody's restaurant for cute brunches and unlimited mimosas and just, you know, girl. All right, sis. I I drank the unlimited part for you. (sighs) Please do. (laughs) Please do. So long story short, let me, let me, (laughs) first of all, let me just say this. I think it's completely unfair. And my doctor told me this. It is unfair that I got pregnant while I'm nursing because apparently you're not supposed to get pregnant while you nurse it. So I thought, you know, oh, I was in the clear. You know what I'm saying? I'm Gucci. <sighs> so let me tell y'all ladies, if, if if somebody told y'all to, it's a lie. Okay? <laughs> Noted. Be careful. <laughs> Be careful out here in these streets. Okay? Child, let me tell y'all how I found out. So... <laughs> I was feeling a little uh on top of being like overly tired. I started to feel a little different. And when you know if you've been uh if you've been pregnant by now, you know like how your body just changes, right? And I was like, hold up. <clears throat> Something a little off. Yes, I'm tired, but I'm also starting like my my senses were heightened now, so I'm starting to smell like oh. God, girl, Amani's diapers lately have been like <laughs> taking you out, <laughs> taking me out, sis, <laughs> taking me out, sis. And then I noticed I was starting to gain weight, and I was like, mm. because I never, you know, we talked about in our previous episodes. I, you know, I was rocking the fupu, 
don't care about it. But I was like, hold up, this look a little bigger than, you know. I was like, am I eating like that? Y'all, I've been hungry as hell so far. <laughs> eating everything I can find in my refrigerator and the pantry when we out to eat. I want it all. You hear me? And so I took a pregnancy test and I was like, oh my God. I went to my husband. He was like, bro, stop lying. Like, uh, you should have definitely caught that reaction on camera. I should have. Oh my God. I should have. You all should have seen his face. He was like, stop lying. I'm like, bro, I promise you. I showed him the test. I took like three or four at home pregnancy tests. I'm not lying. And then I was like, okay, I'm, I'm like really pregnant. <laughs> I'm like really pregnant. So I called my doctor and they was like, well, you just came in for your annual and uh, tested negative for your pregnancy test. And I was like, I know. So this must like just happen. And I was like, well, we're going to schedule you out because, you know, we don't like to, you know, see um, expecting mamas until you're eight weeks. So like we can like really tell what's going on. Right, I was like, yeah. okay. So they schedule me out and then I get there. Girl, tell me why my baby got feet and all was sucking its thumb, waving at us. I said, hold up. <laughs> this looked like a <laughs> baby that's way crying. bigger than eight weeks, girl. So apparently I had a false negative test at their office. What? some shit. Girl. You sound like when I went to my first appointment, he all he did was touch my uterus. He's like, oh, you're very pregnant. I was like, what you mean? <laughs> I was 11 weeks. I was like, what? Yes. Crazy. What you mean? I was 12 weeks, sis. 12 weeks. I was like, hold up. Wait a minute. Isn't that crazy? Like, oh, God. I was just like, so in my head, we were both like trying to calculate like, okay, when did this go down? You know what I'm saying? So we're expecting maybe December. Girl, my baby gonna be here October, honey. I was like, wait a minute. She's like, yeah, you're three months pregnant. I was like, what? Wow. <laughs> yes. So that's why I've been kind of MIA and, and, you know, getting, wrapping my mind around things and trying to <sighs> prepare for another. <laughs> another Congrats, sis. Congrats. Thank you, sis. I'm happy Thank for you. you. Stay dangerous, you, sis. You know, listen, (laughs) hey, you told me, you told me to be careful. (laughs) We ain't listen. We ain't listen. But you know, God said be fruitful. So that's what we do. (laughs) Multiply. That's that's right. Chad, listen, I'm trying to, you know, knock them out and be done, sis, because I don't want to start over. That's that's uh, yeah. It's it's it might feel a little scary, but that's actually pretty smart. Cause I, you know now if I think about having another kid, I just feel like I'd be Tyler's girl, eight. Girl. I, like what? Tyler mm. gonna be doing everything. He gonna be changing the diapers. He gonna be <laughs> no, he ain't. I can see it now. No, he ain't. <laughs> Don't do him like that. Yes, he would. He'd be an awesome big brother. Okay, <laughs> just send Imani over if he get lonely. <laughs> a test run let it be a test run (laughs) oh my goodness so yeah that's what's been going on with me sis and um I thought it'd be perfect to let you all know because I actually want to talk about motherhood uh this episode and like the lessons that we have learned so far um with the with this motherhood journey um so this will be the topic of discussion. I hope it's, I know it's going to be a good one. Um, 
I really want to know from you because you've been in the game for eight years. <laughs> I want to know yeah. from you, right? What is the biggest lesson you have learned so far? That's my first question. And two, what have you learned that you had to like forgive yourself for? Like maybe it was too hard on yourself for, you know what I mean? Um, maybe expecting it to be one way and it wasn't or, you know, let me know. Ooh, girl, I wish I had a little uh, preface because uh, <laughs> so many lessons. <laughs> um, I know I should have heard. It's okay. Uh, I got so many. I could pull one out the head. I'll say off the top of mind, biggest lesson so far, because I swear to God, every day I'm learning a lesson. Uh, Tyler's eight. I think y'all know that. And I feel like the maybe the biggest lesson for me is that I will not do everything right, quote unquote, and there is no right way to be a mother. Mm. Basically, you know, Tyler's my first child. And thankfully, I've had a mom who has been active literally from the day I found out and wasn't even sure that I wanted to keep him, keeping it all the way a buck. Mm -hmm. Um. So I've had a great support team. And of course, my mom has raised three kids. So she's done it over and over again. So naturally, you want to follow their instruction and like take their advice. And as Tyler got older, I realized I was putting more pressure on myself to mirror how my mom mothered versus finding my own rhythm in mothering. Mm. And Mm. I had to, I had to find my own my own rhythm and mothering and take bits and pieces or take what was helpful for me and Tyler's life and use that and then just find my own way. And so um, just finding my own way and not trying to mirror how my mother mothered was so is so far the biggest lesson that I've learned. And um, I think the other part of your question was like, what was one was one thing that maybe I would do differently or something like that? Yeah. What What is one thing that you yeah that you would do differently that that you had to like forgive yourself for? Um. Okay. That's a that's a pretty easy one because it's something that I feel like is so constant in my motherhood journey. I'm a single mom. Uh, Tyler's dad and I are not together. Have not been together for years. That brings a whole nother scope of challenges in mothering right and I found over the years you know Tyler's dad does not live in our state we live in totally different states which means he he doesn't see him that often um most of their relationship is virtual unfortunately and of course as Tyler gets older he understands more it's not just a out of sight, out of mind thing. It's like, where is he? Why didn't he come this weekend type of thing? And mm. so I found myself overcompensating for that party's lack thereof. And really having to really acknowledge that I, that's what I was doing and stop doing it. Because even though it may seem like it's putting a Band-Aid on the wound, it's really hurting him at the end. Because I don't want him to grow up thinking that just because this isn't working out, you're supposed to put a Band-Aid on it, i.e. buying him a toy. Because 
so said party didn't show up this weekend or letting him get away with certain things because you feel sorry for him or mm. like just giving myself grace to say you've done your part yeah even though he yeah. may be lacking in that area you don't have to overcompensate for that so giving myself grace to know that as long as I do my part as his mother that's all I'm responsible for I'm not responsible for overcompensating to try to fill in for an area that I was never created to fill. And so that's been the biggest lesson for me um, as far as like what I would do different. I definitely try now to make sure I'm not overcompensating and making sure that he has room to understand why I'm not going to overcompensate and give myself grace because like there, there are times, I would say there have, but there are times where I am just heartbroken because I'm like, why is it like, why does it have to be like this? I feel like he, like, why is he, why does he have to suffer? Like, it, you know, so I, my heart gets broken a lot and I, I cry a lot about that. And it's just constantly reminding myself, God created you to be his mother, not his father too. You have to give yourself grace and space to say, mm. I'm going to continue to do my part and do the best at my part and everything else God is going to fix. And so that is, um, That's good. you know, the one thing that I have to constantly remind myself to not do as a mother. So, yeah. That's good, Tati. That's good. Because I know a lot of moms, especially single moms, can relate to that. God created you to be his mom, not both parents. And like you said, it puts a lot of responsibility on single mothers feeling like you do have to overcompensate because, you know, the other party isn't there or feeling like he's, or he or she is missing out on, you know, this, this kind of lifestyle because the mom and dad isn't together. But I think, at, like you said, as long as you continue to give yourself grace and know that you're doing your absolute best and that you are the perfect mother parent for that child. You know what I mean? That's all, that's literally all we can do. That's all. Yeah. That's all we can do. Um, I think that has been my biggest lesson for me. Of course, I'm, I'm still a new mom. Um, Amani is seven months now, but even like going into the second pregnancy, I've been more relaxed as far as like not stressing of what kind of mom I'm going to be or like, you know, or what am I going to have for them or stuff like that. Like my biggest lesson so far has been, I just have to show up. I have to show up. That's it. I'm not going to be perfect. I'm not going to do everything right. I'm not going (laughs) to live up to other people's expectations of what motherhood is. But if I show up, as my best self that day, some and some days may look different than others. Some days may be lazy as hell. No, she ain't gonna get a bath today because I'm tired. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, but the fact that she's taken care of, she's protected, she's not in harm's way. You know what I'm saying? Like all those things, the essentials of being a mother. If that's taken care of, I'm doing my best. I'm doing my absolute best, and she's good. My family is good. I think a lot of, especially new mamas, put so much pressure on themselves of, you know, trying to be 
I don't know, this, this mom that they've admired for so long, or these YouTube mamas that make it seem like everything is so lovely and oh, pretty yeah. flowers and girl, yeah. let me tell you something. Yeah, <laughs> it's no. a lie. It's a lie. Like, no, don't get me wrong. There are very beautiful days, but there are some overwhelming days, like days where you're just like, I don't know how I'm going to make it to the night. Like this is, this is hard. I need a break. I need help. You know, there, there were many nights, especially the first few months where I just cried in the shower to decompress. That was my decompressing. That was my self time. (laughs) My self care time was just crying it out because like I said, we put so much pressure on ourselves as a new mom of, of what we thought we were going to be like or what we thought motherhood was going to be like. And it's different for every single body, everybody, you know, having yeah. conversations with my mom and my sister and my friends who are moms, like their journey was completely different from mine. You know what I mean? And I, I even the birthing experience, I was the first one that I had a C-section. My mom couldn't tell me, you know, how to recover mentally and physically. My sister, my, no, you know, nobody really. Now, granted, I had some um, friends that reached out, like especially once they saw from pictures. You know what I'm saying? But like, not in my immediate circle. Didn't really have anybody to discuss that with or relate to. So, you know, that was hard. And, and I think what I had to forgive myself for was feeling like my body failed me. Because I did not have the birth plan that I, you know, that I wanted, Mm -hmm. right? I just knew, oh my God, I just knew I was going to have like this natural birth experience, (laughs) you know, that it was just going to be so calming. I, girl, I brought my salt lamp. I had, you know, my incense. I had everything in my bag prepared to just make it a vibe. And it just didn't, it did not go that way. I was in labor for over 24 hours. I got stuck at nine centimeters because of my fibroids. And the whole time I was considered high risk, you know, pregnancy because of my fibroid. And that was kind of tough to deal with, but I was still telling myself, still being optimistic and positive. I'm still going to have a natural birth. I can do it. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm superwoman. It's all good, you know? Um, And, you know, it, it didn't happen for me. And, I literally had to like release the kind of self-hate, self-hatred of feeling like my body didn't do what it was supposed to do, what I prayed for, what I wanted so deeply. And then I just had to like reframe my mindset of my daughter is here and she's healthy and she's growing and she's thriving. Like whatever how whatever was meant to be happened. You know what I'm saying? And I, and I feel like I've, I have since then talked to moms, um, especially, you know, after being more open about having a C-section who felt the same way. Like this was not what I planned at all. And, the, and some were still mad, you know what I mean? So we were able to like share our emotions together and that was healing you know, talking about it as therapeutic and giving that transparency, you know, um, but it was hard. Like I was getting so depressed and like stressed out that even my milk supply decreased. Like, so I, so I beat myself up even more because once you're stressed, your milk supply decreases. So now I really feel like my body's failing me because I can't even give my baby what she needs 
because I'm you know I was nursing, right, yeah. So I had to start mm-hmm. supplementing with form, with formula and stuff like that. But um, you know, I talked to my sister and a few friends. I was like, girl, you gotta you gotta get your mind right. You gotta make sure you are mentally well for this because y'all motherhood is hard. <laughs> it is hard. Very. It is one of the biggest sacrifices you could ever make. You could ever make. It's the hardest job, but Literally. it's the most rewarding, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like, sure. I wouldn't, I wouldn't change it for the world. Even though I never, I five years ago, I did not see myself as a mom. <laughs> but like now, you know, now that I'm in motherhood, I could not see it any other way. You know, yeah, I'm like, and, what was I doing before Tyler got here? What like, was I what doing? Was <laughs> kind of boring i didn't have, like know? i mean it was really not as challenging as i thought it was then but, you know, new level of challenge Hello. come on come on and i feel like when we when we give birth to our babies we are reborn as a person as a woman you know what i mean like even in my businesses i've seen where i've grown and i've changed because motherhood changed me you know what i mean and i think that's yeah. beautiful in itself of just learning new things about you um, and gaining new healthy habits and I don't know, just kind of learning how motherhood can actually change every aspect in your life, you know, good and bad now. I mean, you gotta, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? You're going to grieve your, your lifestyle before kids, you know, I know there was times when I cried. I was so sad. I was like, I miss, me and my husband before baby, baby Amani. And not saying we're not grateful, not saying we don't love our, you know, baby, of course. It's just, it was different. You know what I'm saying? It was like we literally had to put all of her needs and and things first. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To make sure that, because we both scared as hell. This is our first time, like... <laughs> I'm over here yeah. making sure she breathing every darn 30 minutes. Like she good. Yeah. She good right? <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I was able to talk about that in therapy. And, and so my therapist advised that we start incorporating date night weekly, um, into our lifestyles. And that's what we've been doing. So Fridays, that's our date night and we don't compromise that for anybody. It's, it's, it, especially if we don't have to, you know what I mean? But yeah, motherhood has been, <laughs> it's been mm-hmm. a journey. That's like, what, what else can you say? <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard to wrap it into like, a, it's hard to summarize it. It's, I mean, you, like you say, yeah. you, you grieve that past level of freedom and you have to de- redefine freedom as a mom so that the child or the children are happy and healthy and whole and you make sure that you're the same it's literally Mm -hmm. a life adjustment one of the Mm -hmm. biggest adjustments and like you look back at the things you thought were challenging before and you add a whole Mm. other human being to the equation who you're fully responsible for and it takes chat the word when people it's like now when people complain complain about certain things i'm like bruh you have no idea what you're complaining about not to discredit their challenge but let me tell you something when you have to deal with your own personal issues and then you add a child and as they grow they be they get issues too and you got to fight their battles a lot of times let me tell you something it is different 
it hits so different because mm. like you can't just crawl under a rock and cry. You have to figure it out <laughs> because what other choice do you have? You mm. know? And so it's That's like real. you said, rewarding, but super challenging at the same time. For real. I, I, I don't recommend anyone watch YouTube videos before you have a baby. It's just going to frustrate you because Girl. it is not, it is not ladies and gentlemen going mm. to be your experience. I don't care how similar it may seem. Mm. Just mm. don't go into it with expectation because it's not going to be what you see on YouTube. I, I, I wish I never watched so many birth vlogs right? because like, why? Right. Like why? Like, why, why did I even torture myself to believe that my birth... Now, and granted, thank you, Jesus, my birth was... I almost feel like God was telling me, all right, you had this baby now? Don't you do this again. Because it was almost <laughs> like my birth... Like, I literally... I literally... Like, it was almost too easy. Like, the, the, the labor part of it. It happened so fast. I didn't feel anything the entire time. They had to tell me when to push. Because I can feel any like completely numb and was numb like two days until like two days after he was born. Like is when I started to feel pain. So I always tell people I had such, I had such an easy labor that I'm almost scared to do it again. Cause I'm like, he gonna put something on me next time. (laughs) He gonna put something on me next time. So, you know, it's, wow. I say all of that to say that nobody's experience from, from the time you get pregnant to the time you have that child to you raising that child is going to be the same. It's not. It may be bits and pieces that you can relate to, but do yourself a favor and do not overanalyze and get in your mind that just because I wanted to go this way and I liked how her birth vlog was, I wanted to be just like that. That ain't how right. God works, and that ain't how right. it's going to be. So just save yourself the frustration mm. and the disappointment and stay as far away from YouTube videos as you can. I'm trying to tell you, they make for good content, but do not do think, not think that's going to be your journey. Like that. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Girl, I wish some. Oh, I ain't going to say I wish somebody did tell me that because somebody did. My sister definitely was like, girl, don't do it. <laughs> Don't, 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 don't read beyond the factual information, the factual stuff. Like, you know, you Mm -hmm. obviously, you know, download the birth center app or whatever it's called Mm -hmm. and see how your child is going. That stuff is cool and cute, Mm -hmm. but don't watch them YouTube blogs about birthing and stuff. Like, and I'm not saying don't watch it because it makes for great content, but don't watch it thinking that your experience is going to be the same because it is not going to be the same. That's all I'm saying. That's a word, sis. That's the word. Girl, I was I was trying to watch some videos like, how in the hell are these mamas putting on a full face of makeup about to push a baby out? Girl, I was just like, hold up. I can barely keep my sock on. Listen. <laughs> I had to keep pulling my sock up. Like, I was like, I don't care what y'all do. This let's be done with this. Girl. Oh. Listen, the struggle was real for me, honey. I I was like, I didn't care how I look. I was like, let's just let's get this baby out, please. I don't even know how my hair my hair was still locked, but it was just like all over the place. <laughs> yeah. I think I had great I recorded. Well, it was recorded. The birth Tyler's was birth it? was recorded. My sister was there. I still have the footage. I, I had meant to upload it on his first birthday. So it's still on my YouTube under Unlisted. I watch it every year on his like before his birthday and I cry like a baby. And it's just like oh I, I'm just thinking, like, girl, how was you still creating content 
And, right. But, you know, like, that's the power, though, of having a tribe mm. that knows what you want. I couldn't yeah. record myself. Right. And my, but my sister knew that I wanted to document it. Like, now I wish I could bl- blur his dad's face out of the content. But, you know, that probably never posted. But I'm just saying, okay. Not blur his face. I'll be nice. Be you nice. know how they do. I think I could find somebody to edit it to where you could do that part. You, could. you, know? you actually could. It'll make yeah. the memory much more sweet. But anyway. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, shout out, look, shout out to your sister for being a real one and capturing that content for you. Because I sure wish, yeah. I wish my husband would have burned. And he know me. He know I like content. He know I love Girl, recording he was probably, stuff. His knees was probably buckled. He wasn't Child, about listen, he sure was. <laughs> you ain't seen that. He I got to sure tag you in this it. thing on Instagram. I saw the other day. It was like, every man is gangster until they get in that delivery room. Girl. And like, they ain't no help to you. Can't Girl. hold your legs, your knees, nothing. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Listen. <laughs> you been wanting to, to get... slap them by the time you're done. Okay. So I had to get an epidural, right? Because, you know, I had a C-section. Listen, when that needle came out, he was holding my hand. And all of a sudden, I feel his his palms getting so sweaty. And he had uh, to put his head down. Like, I'm like, <laughs> my husband about to pass out. <laughs> I'm the one over here in pain about to give birth to this child. Going into C-section. And now I got to hold and your I'm hand? Just, you serious? <laughs> I was like, and so look, here go me. I'm just, I can't even really like look up anymore because I'm just so, so much in pain. I'm like, I'm okay, babe. It's okay, babe. It's okay. <laughs> oh, Lord. I got to talk them through gotta it. Got to talk them through girl. it, Lord. You ain't lying about that. Please send me that meme so I can show I gotta him. Tag, that is hilarious. I'm like, oh, my that God. is nothing but the truth. One time I remember the doctor, well, Tyler was born and it was time to cut the cord. And I think he was just so mesmerized by what he had just seen that he was just kind of like just standing there and I remember um my doctor was like come on daddy do something like trying to give him the scissors because he was like in a twilight zone right like bro you think you experienced something girl listen your body shakes because of all of the like it's just a Mm -hmm. whole not it's a whole nother experience I'm telling you just the Mm -hmm. birth itself Mm -hmm. is next like if you've experienced nothing else in life when you experience childbirth you don't even think your brain don't even work the same no more it doesn't it that's that is the way to explain it that's the way to explain motherhood and child right there (laughs) your brain your brain and not in a bad way it's just you don't process things the same way you don't even experience pain the same way because the things you used to think hurt before is like uh, Mm. yeah the same i've experienced way worse like i've i've experienced way worse like having to use the did they give you the little toilet seat thing Mm mm-hmm is it like even to have to urinate after mm-hmm. having a child like oh the my pain god, that was, oh god if you've gotten stitches like how you have to I, like it was like when it was time to use the bathroom like you almost have to like hold your muscles so that Listen. like you're not it's a whole not so it's like now like when i'm in pain mm-hmm. for you know the monthly i'm mm-hmm. on it ain't even i don't mm-hmm. even cry about that no more because mm-hmm. like i take that over that okay any day any day <laughs> <laughs> Anything. I ain't crying about no monthly. Give it to me. Listen, speak. Look, speaking of having a pee. Oh my god! So 
I don't know if it was because I had a C-section. So mamas, if y'all have experienced a C-section and experienced this uh, same situation, please let let me know. Because I was like, what is this? So when I got home, I guess, you know, trying to sleep. (laughs) <laughs> because, you know, that's when you're really not getting no sleep because baby is waking up all kind of times of the night. So finally being able to sleep, but you got to pee. But I was like, but I'm getting some sleep. So which one I'm going to Decisions, decisions. So I decided, I was like, you know, I'm going to get some sleep. The pee can wait. Listen, when I tell you my husband had to come pick not pick me up because I had a c-section he had to come get me and put me in we have a little rolling office chair put me in an office chair roll me to the bathroom and then sit me on the toilet because I could not get up I was in so much pain toddy I was in I could not get up I was like what is this I was just experiencing something with my body I have never experienced before and so I talked to one of my um close friends who was a postpartum nurse she was like you got to pee more when you feel the urge that you need to go pee you got to go release you have to because if you wait like you tried to before mm -mm, you gonna your body gonna lock up lock up that's Mm -hmm. what happened that's what the hell happened and said nope you ain't you thought you was I wish I had one of them diapers on because I showed with a pee right in there. In that I was just I, about to say, girl, girl. you almost just got to let it go. I was going to say, sis, I'm going to buy you a pack of adult diapers for baby number two because you might need Please. it. I ain't lying. Listen. It's easy. It's easy. You got a husband. He can torture, just change it. You know what Shout out to you, Russ. You, hello? <laughs> Come on. Let's go ahead and prepare for the old like, days. Don't give her no ideas. <laughs> Let's go ahead and start practicing because that's going to be us when we get old and can't, you know, really can't do shit. Let's go ahead and start practicing because this, this, mm-mm. Sis, that was like the worst feeling of of the whole recovery was having to go release. And, oh, God, it was just, it was terrible. Yeah. So if, if any other moms experienced that, please let me know because I just, I had never heard. And no one told me. Even before releasing me, the nurses didn't tell me that, like, I just felt so unprepared coming home, you know, of like yeah. how to recover from a C-section. Besides, don't go up and down your stairs. Like, really, mm-hmm. bruh? That's it? <laughs> <laughs> That's it? Girl. Oh, jeez. I feel like that's another episode of like trauma from yeah. trauma. giving birth. Oh, Jesus. Child. That's a whole nother episode. <laughs> but yeah, nother. that was... That's been my journey so far. Um, but like I said, it's it's been the most challenging, but the most rewarding. I wouldn't change a thing. I think it's this is exactly who I was supposed to be. This was God's plan for me. And, you know, sometimes in, in any other aspect of your life, like you may not understand why you're in this moment or in this season or have to do these things, but it's all his plan. So you just have to follow suit, you know what I mean? Go, yeah. go with the waves with instead the of go with the flow, you know, instead of, instead of trying to fight it. Because I feel like when we try to fight it and go against things, that's when things get even more chaotic and just out of order. So I've just personally learned to go with the flow and see where God takes me. Cause he's not going to steer us wrong. He's period. not. He's not. And you know what I also look at and what I'm understanding more is that 
God really honors us as moms because he knows the load. He knows how heavy it is. I mean, Mm. and so as long as we try our best, he doesn't expect us to be perfect moms. He just wants us to do what is best for his, the children, his children, he wants his babies. God, you yep. know, these kids are his babies. So if we're their yep. caregivers, if he's allowing us to bring them into this world, he's not only going to take care of them, but he's going to take care of us for taking care of them. Say and that. I mean, and that's reflected in just look at, look at most of the people that get government assistance and look who gets free, free medical. It's the children. God is mm-hmm. always going to provide for you as long as you are putting the kids as priority, as long as you're doing your best for them. Mm-hmm. He's always going to provide. That's not just spiritually but that's right here on the earth we see it Mm -hmm. like most of the programs and things out there for for mom for for anybody are for moms and it's because god knows that we have to be taken care of to take care of them and so Mm -hmm. he's always gonna as long as we do our part and that's why i always say like as a mom our job is not to get it perfect it's just to get up every day and do try to make the best decisions for them Mm -hmm. that's literally all he requires of us mm-hmm. is like what is best for them and try to like maneuver your life around it. And that's why like, I hate when people ask like, well, how do you balance? How do you, I don't have no balance. Ain't no I don't balance. have no balance at all. <laughs> there are weeks, <laughs> there are weeks where I want my child far away from me. And so I send them to my mama. There are weeks. Shout when out I, to moms. Shout out to mamas. There are weeks where I can't stand for him to not be home. And both times, I'm not a bad person. No. I know that I need my space sometimes to be Natasha Mm -hmm. without being a mom. Mm -hmm. And then there are times where I want to just marinate in motherhood. Yes. And both people are essential for me being me. Like, it's, it's, you have to find what's essential for you in order to keep consistent essentials to be a mom like there is no playbook there is no guideline there is no right way wrong way as long as you're not harming your child as long Mm -hmm. as you're doing the best you can do that is all you are required to do and Mm -hmm. I just wish that I knew and I guess experience of course time you really you just finally realize that like this is my specific unique journey and I can only do what I can do and that's it that's it that's a word, sis. That's a word. We can wrap it up there. That's a word. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> that is it. Well, we are sending so much love and light to all the mamas, biological mothers, the spiritual mothers, the godmothers, because it truly really takes a village, oh, you yeah. know, to to raise a child, to raise children in this world. So shout out to all of us today. Um, sending you again so much love and light. We hope you enjoy this Mother's Day weekend and that your day is filled with light and love and rest. Hello, somebody. Yes, come drop on them now. Kids Get the gift. Give me a give me a nap. <laughs> Look, drop them kids off. <laughs> Where the grandmama's at, okay? <laughs> What, what they got a meme out? Did you see that girl? It's meme. There's a meme out that says no. It was a news article that said grandparents that babysit their grandkids live longer. I'm just throwing it out there. Ooh, let me go find that and send that to my mama. I'm just saying. <laughs> like girl, you're gonna live Same. a long, healthy life. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> okay. 
But you know, the crazy thing is like on Mother's Day, like I can't drop them off to my mama. It's her Mother's Day too. True. So what I'm gonna do? Let's Daddy say step Day up. Weekend? True. Hello. And I don't mean take them to the other room. How about y'all do a staycation and we'll send me off. <laughs> Siblings that don't have kids, step up. <laughs> oh, not don't send them to the other rooms. Don't send them to the other room. Um, no, we, I don't mean y'all go to the to downstairs. I mean y'all go somewhere else or get send out me the house. somewhere else. Hello. Yeah, that part. Right. It's levels. Levels it is, honey. Send me to a spa somewhere, okay? I just need, I need a day of just relaxation and solitude. You know what I'm saying? Literally. That's yeah. all. That's and then the next day I'll be back, you know? <laughs> back and better. Come on. Right. All right, y'all. We love y'all. Thank you again for tuning in. Um. Oh, I can't. Hold on. We got a, another review to read. Hello. Come on, reviews. Come on now. Let me go ahead I and love, remind I y'all. I love our reviews. Y'all be listen, coming through. Be coming through. Be coming through. Love and it. we literally listen. I'm going to read every one of these. So please head to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review and subscribe and leave a nice rating. You know what I'm saying? All right. Today is from Mrs. K. Jones. Healing from trauma. Now, sis. Woo. Who told y'all to snatch our edges like this? This two-part episode was phenomenal. So transparent and freeing. Keep going, ladies. This is so needed. Thank you, my love. Thank you so Thank much for you, that sis. review, man. And y'all, that last episode, Tony, I told you, I've been receiving so many DMs from Instagram and Facebook, text messages from friends like, girl, this was so needed and right uh, on yeah. time. And yeah. right that on was time. a good episode. I, I, that conversation will live with me forever. It was just talking about it. Like y'all listening, y'all, you know, y'all found value in it, but just talking about it, like that was such a therapeutic, honest, mm. I mean, it couldn't get more transparent than that. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. and you know, I just feel like, and this is going on a tangent, so I'm not going to stay here too long, I promise. Go ahead. We sis. have to get to that point where you got to, you got, not saying you don't care about other people's feelings, but you don't care about, if, if it's not healthy, you shouldn't care. Facts. And, you know, I, the old me would have not said half of what I said in the past, just trying to cater to other people's feelings or tiptoe or patty cake I don't got yep. time for them games yeah yep. and you just get to that point and I just pray that everybody that listens to this podcast no matter what we're talking about family momhood whatever find your own rhythm find your own voice and be confident in that mm. period mm. oh that's good Toddy that's good. You better be coming. Okay, I'm going to go. Because at this point, you should. <laughs> Y'all should never give me a break. Because by the Listen, time I turn this thing back on, I'll be ready to go. Dropping all the gems. Toddy comes through with the gems. Can we make that a hashtag? I feel like I'm about to be giving you all the kind of hashtags. You give all the hashtags. <laughs> all of them. That's going to be All of them. One. You give me. You know, I love it. <laughs> all right, y'all. We'll see y'all next time. We love you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.